Chop up the hottest topics, dish the dirt, and deliver it to you raw, baby. And sometimes it's spicy. We got the legend, Lady Luck, Babs Bunny, I am Miss Lissa, and our special guest host is a legend in the media game. She worked with so many of your favorite favorites, especially on Love and Hip Hop, where she uh, executive produces that show. So when you see all the people talking about she and her and the producers that set them up, that's Kim. That's Kim. I don't set anybody That's Kim up. right there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me give my intro for Kim. You motherfucking bitches better fall in line. You understand what I'm saying? We got the big dog. We got the big dog on the panel right now. Understand, females making shit happen. It ain't always a nigga in the front. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. It's give it up for the lady. I love you guys. I love you guys. And she Thank also a uh, Black Ink Crew, right? You produce Black Ink Crew? I produce a lot of shows. Well, she we, produced we, a lot of the shows. So you want to talk about them? Yeah, a little I, bit no. about your accolades? Yes. Oh, run it down. Give me run it down. Okay, so I um, a lot of people know me from being the editor-in-chief of The Source. That was many, many moons ago. I transitioned to TV um, probably about 10 or 15 years ago now and was doing a lot of producing uh, when I worked at BET. I worked on the digital side and then... Uh, around 2013, I started producing. Well, I would, did a reality show. I was on a reality show. That's a game. Um, remember that. So I was on that show. And then after that, I started working behind the scenes in production, working um, as a writer for a lot of the reunion shows, and then ultimately executive producing for some of your favorite shows on reality TV. You mentioned a couple. You mentioned Love and Hip Hop. You mentioned Black Ink Chicago. I did um, one of my favorite shows that I did to this day was Hustle in Brooklyn. Um, that was a show on BET. It wasn't as big of a show, but it was a, a better show for me to do. It was a lot different, and I like working on first season shows. Um, I recently just did Growing Up Hip Hop LA. The reason why I say I like working on first season shows is because I feel like I can be creative. I can establish something. And one of the things you said when you introed me, and I know you were joking because, you know, I don't set nobody up. But when you said when the producers be setting them up, the problem with shows that are very, very successful in their fifth and sixth season, you go on to do that show if you haven't started from the beginning. The cast already has all these preconceived notions about producers. So for me, coming into a show like that, a lot of times, you know, there's a like, you know, you walk on set. It's like, well, what, what's happening here? What's going on? What's going to relax? Camera's on. The camera's rolling. We're doing a scene. This is what it's about. And just be yourself. So I think that we kind of come into these shows that are already in production and things have happened. And then it kind of creates this very weird, um, very tense relationship between cast and producers. And that sometimes you can grow from that, you get trust, and then other times things might go sour. And everybody thinks you're setting them up. Do you feel like you being on reality TV show helped you to understand the people in the position now? 
Did you like being uh, being, on, being on reality television? I I don't know if I liked or disliked it. I I think it was I was fine with it. You know, there were parts of it that were fun. There were other parts that, to this day, I'm like I wish that I hadn't done that. You know, um, I was married at the time. I, hello, I'm not married anymore. So I wish that you know that wasn't out there. Um, so I think, you know, you live and learn. It was an experience. I learned a lot about production by being in front of the camera. I have a lot of cast members that when I come on set that don't know me, they don't know who I am. They don't know what my history is. They don't really do their homework. Sometimes you really need to do your homework on people. Um, but you should treat everyone, you know, from, you know, the bottom to the top with respect. And a lot of times people don't know who I am or don't know, um, where I came from, and they'll come on set and say, you don't know what it's like to be in front of the camera. I'm like, actually, I do. <laughs> and um, this scene, it's the camera's rolling, let's go. So I think, you know, that's, um, it was a learning experience for me, and I think it helps. I think it definitely helps. Before when I did, into, when, real quick, let me say this, though. When I did um, Making a Band, that was one of the things that we learned to treat everybody with respect. It didn't matter if they was taken out the trash, because the same person taking out the trash today might be in position five, eight, ten years later. So you better treat everybody with respect because when you're falling down, that same person that was at the bottom might be on top. It might be able to Absolutely. pull you back the fuck up because they're going to remember when they was at <laughs> right, the bottom how that how you treated them, that you was nice to them. They're going to remember that shit. I smoked with all the interns, okay? I turned up with all the interns, all the motherfucking people at the bottom. I was like, hey, girl, what's going on, girl? Well, right. speaking of tops and bottoms, that goes into our first order. So Young Buck allegedly is shacking up with a transgender woman who is the former, who is a former brother to his current manager, Charlie P. So Charlie P's brother used to be his brother. Now it's his transgender sister. And Young Buck is living in Cashville's uh just shacking up he's living his life he's you know, he's being open and free and uh his ex lucretia is upset so lucretia. she's saying that she's going to be pressing <laughs> charges on him because now that he's out she can also express the fact that he used to beat her when he when when she used to catch him with transgendered men and and, uh, and gay men as well i i found this uh at a post on 50 Cent's page, and he was basically saying, Buck, you should have been let us know. Just come out. Like, just be yourself. How do we feel about this, lady? Did, did you know young uh, Buck was uh, living uh, in Broke Buck Mountain? Wow, wow, wow. Broke Buck Mountain, you crazy bitch? <laughs> Yo, um, <clears throat> everybody should live their truth. I feel like we're in the era now where people can live their truth because I was in an era where you were not allowed to live your truth. So whoever you are and whoever you're attracted to, that is your business. And now the world is more open and more receiving. Um, so Young Buck, Mr. C, and whoever else, because there's some bad-ass trannies. Yo, I follow a couple <laughs> bad-ass niggas this shit. I done got catfish, or did I? My mother said if you date one of them, you're not gay technically. Hey, I don't know. But what I will say... What I will say is that they looking good. I just feel like 50 is a little too invested in what Buck is doing on his mountain, as Ms. Lissa put it. I just feel like, you know, he's always like, Buck, just live your truth and come on out. You know what I mean? I think, like, he's really, if anything, shaming him. So, young Buck, you could get the whole LGBTQ, MNLP community behind you, and they will go after 50 ass for shaming you for liking what you like. 
Yeah, get the get the G unit, baby. Get the L happy G unit. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. This is the best time for anybody to come out and be they self, okay? So shout out to Young Buck. But you wasn't low, baby. You wasn't low. So we all, we all knew. We all knew. So shout out to you for being true. Because it's hard. It's hard. Like, y'all, you right, love. During that time, we could not be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is my cousin. This is my best friend. Hey, best friend. Hey, best friend. <laughs> Kim? All right. So I agree with what you guys are saying about living in your truth. But if somebody doesn't want to live in their truth for whatever their reason is, right, and they don't want to say it, I do have a problem with the bullying. You know, I do have a problem with the cancel culture. I have a problem with all of that, like, you know, let's put it out. I, I don't know. Like, look, and I don't know if they could just bring it to 50. Like, if he's going to, you, nobody wants that smoke. I does anybody want that smoke? You used, to, you used to talk to him, a right? Yeah, you, you, he used to give you more than smoke, right? According I don't to know what the you're rumor mill. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Love everybody, everybody. Baby, do your Googles. Kim she says she is not Vivica. She says she's not Vivica. Listen, listen, I have nothing but love and support for everybody, for their talent. Do you know what I'm saying? Anything that, you know, might have happened in the past so far long ago, I can't, I can't even remember what I ate yesterday. Do you guys remember what? Oh, what he ate, what he ate. What did he Listen, eat? Listen, I can't remember <laughs> anything. So this, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I, I am at such a different point. It's like, I only want to speak positivity about people. I don't want to talk about stuff like that. I don't want to go into the past. I know so many people. I knew so many people way back when. I don't know who they are today as people. I people right. change. I don't. I don't know that man like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know I don't want any of that smoke. Any. I, I'm so zen. Like, listen, meditation, whatever it is, I'm there. I don't want it brought to me, people, because I know that my. I can't handle it. Like it's too. I get. I'm in a very good place. So I don't want to get aggressive and want to have that sort of feeling and I feel like when you go and you scroll on social media and people are talking about each other back and forth and this is a lot of a lot of bad energy I'm I come from a time where you couldn't do that you couldn't just say whatever it, it, it was a problem and I you know I lost friends like I have friends lose their lives over stuff like this so it's odd to me that it's like free for all on social media you see how Before we go into our next topic, wait, 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 Lissa, wait, Lissa. Niggas was getting hit in the head with bottles back then. I was there, like I told y'all, I was, I was the secret source in the source magazine. <laughs> the night that Jay stabbed on, I was there. I was the secret source. You I know? was there too. You I was the secret right? source. Yeah, I was the secret source. I was like, girl, so, but you know what I mean. But that's so long ago, statute of limitations. But anyway, right. No. <laughs> Back then, niggas said you did somebody on the record. They gonna see you in the club. It's yeah, not you like saw people out. out in the streets. Like so, now people just say whatever. Like I have respect. When I post anything that I post, anytime my fingers like tweet or Instagram, 
I, maybe this is because of my training at the source. I think about it before I just post it. I mean, yeah, you might have an impulsive moment every once in a while, but some people just they'll say whatever. I'm not going to be walking in the streets looking over my shoulder every five seconds. I'm not. Cause I really that's wanna... why. That's why for the longest people would be like, "Yo, Babs, you need to blog. You need to blog." But for me, it was mm -hmm. like, "Yo, I got certain relationships, and mm -hmm. you can't really blog when you." Gotta be careful. You know what I'm saying? On what you're saying, because you don't want to fuck up certain relationships that you have. Babs, you know, I know you're out there. I know you go out. You're not, mm. look at you, you're moving right now. The best bloggers are the ones who don't come out the house. Right? Yeah. If you out of the house, you're going to run into people. But most of the time, when you find like the most lethal writing, online and people who are wild to say they don't they don't even live in the city where everyone is we all i'm from new york i'm in new york all the time you know jersey new york la i'm out so i'm not just gonna be saying stuff about people speaking of yeah because i'll be wanting to go in i'll be wanting to go in <laughs> i do go in. Going in i save that for text messages for my friends we have our next mm -hmm. story is about another person who spews a lot of different opinions that aren't always favorable. So Wendy Williams is under scrutiny and Carly Red is coming for her head because she made a comment on her show saying that uh, Carly Red, who was uh, allegedly, we, we, well, we have the source here, uh, dating Lamar Odom, and Lamar Odom is allegedly going to be making some appearances on Love & Hip Hop. So Wendy Williams was reporting the story, and according to Wendy, she's saying that uh, Carly Red is a little too old and a little too dusty for Lamar Odom. Carly was not with the shits, so she came for Wendy. She done posted her bathing suit picture, which she looked like a pee. But the side profile where her titties looked real big and that waist was looking real snatched where she looked like an icy stick with a, with a caramel uh, drop on top. <laughs> that picture. And she's coming for her. How do we feel about this? I think Carly Red look good. You know, she do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that bitch bad. Good, baby. That bitch bad. You hear me? Hey, you look you know, good to me. Hey, man. I bad. You know what I'm saying? I, I look good. <laughs> but, um, you know, Wendy always got to kick some dust up. Wendy always got to say some shit. And Wendy, Wendy, you know what it reminds me of? What I used to do. Like, I used to be at home, and I would just start shit on Twitter with the battle female rappers. Because I know that <laughs> I say something to Miss Hustle, punk ass, she going to run. She going to do a video. And Luck is just at home doing nothing. So you going to go do all the work. You going to Everybody tune in for me. So that's what I think Wendy doing. Like when she be shitting on, you know, Safari and everybody, you know, they going to release statements. Fuck you, Wendy, and go do all the interviews. And then y'all just going to watch her show. So I, I think it's a genius move. Clickbait, right? That's what that's what we're talking about. I do yes. think that it's part, you know, like getting into these feuds, especially when you know it's really not going anywhere, um, is part of the game it's part of awareness and getting those buzzes and making it viral like i do think that there's an element of it to that um i mean if, if you call me dusty like that i'm gonna have a those problem fighting words right yeah that's so no, when lamar was on set with carly was he nice to you i do not work on love and hip-hop 
<laughs> I worked on a few shows. I've never worked Atlanta. The last thing I did was back in the beginning of 2020. That was uh, Love and Hip Hop New York. I just told you I came off growing up Hip Hop New York. I, I mean, just, you gotta just, LA. I gotta just, I gotta see. I gotta see what you know. No, but Wendy, Wendy is cold blooded, my nigga. I seen the interview that she just did with Cynthia Bailey, and she was like, "Yeah, I heard they shaking the show up." And she was like, "As a matter of fact, you know who needs to get fired? You need to get fired." And then we said, "Yo, <laughs> Wendy's sitting in front of you," and did she's you like, "Say that." She's like, "So, but I mean, you look good." She's like, "Cause I didn't know what you were gonna do, but you know, without the paycheck. But you're rich. You're a model. You already did this." And I'm like, "Wendy, she's sitting there," and she's like, "And Cynthia." Found it all. She was like, but what would you do? Like, you know, do you have any other plans outside of the show? She said, I don't feel like there's no way you could go. I don't want to see you get divorced. I don't want to see, you know, I, you, you just reached your pinnacle on the show. So tell us what you got done. Breast, filters, lip, yo, yo just uh, uh, fillers. And, and Cynthia's like, well, I got a little Botox here. I said, God damn it, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy be making you feel like you got to answer questions. And I, we got to calm down because... When you live in a glass house, you can't be throwing stones, baby. Like, well, I I did an interview with the legendary Wendy Williams before she was on TV on the radio. So, shout out to Wendy Williams. Was she nice yes, to you? Yes, she was nice to me. Wendy was always nice to me. Let me say that. But she was asking some crazy questions. But she was nice to me. She probably was yeah. scared of you because she heard that the. Bad boy, the, the the women in Bad Boy did not play. Total was outside looking for her, so she knew if she would <laughs> yeah, have no, you know to what? you, they would have been outside. That's her job, though. Like it's her job to do that. So like you can't. I I wouldn't take it personal. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, you know, they're very sensitive. So a lot of people don't really have thick skin. So when you go there, you can't handle it. Like I always felt like if you ask me a question, I don't want to answer it. I'm not answering it. Like, that's but it. you know, Whatever. that's it. But I had me, I had a lot of media training. Thank God. I got all of this before mm -hmm. all of that was over. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you do not have to answer these questions. So, right. You're working with Foxy Brown now, right? To um, publish her memoirs. What is that like? That's great. I am working with her on that. And I will not speak on it because that is her book and that is her story to tell. And we are not done. So, so are, are you going to know that some, is, secu some security though? Because I know you said you don't want to get into a lot of things, but you're working. I'm not with going her. to. I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. Shout out. Shout out. Your media training. No, 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 no. Understand this. Understand this. Right. Those are, those are, you know, with, with Foxy, there's a personal relationship there, right? But those are also business relationships. So when you come on a platform like this and you start to talk about your business, because, right, I'm, you know, just in terms of any business I do with any artist, right, with the people that I work with, those, those without being, you know, written down, those are NDAs. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not ever going to jeopardize my business and speak on stuff, you know, before we're supposed to speak on it. I mean, that's, I saw it on Wendy's show, so I'm just saying money. what Wendy said. Wendy, Wendy said that you working with, this is what Wendy said. So according to Wendy <laughs> Williams, <laughs> her Wendy show, Kim Osario is working with Foxy Brown, according to Wendy Williams, and also according to Wendy Williams, she said that Foxy hit it first when it came to Jay-Z. So that's all going to be in the book. But see, for me... It's not according to it's Wendy Williams. It's not according Williams. to Kim. It's according to no, no, yeah, no. Foxy Brown. She said 
she made the announcement that we were working on the book. And so anything with regards to the book is for her to announce. You know what I'm saying? That is okay. her book. And I am helping her, you know, with the writing of that book, because that's what I do. I just finished Loon's book that comes out. Uh, let me not say the date because the same thing applies. Let him say Damn. the date, right? So like we just we would love that to have manuscript. him come up. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So that you know, that's, like, that's, that's what I do. Kim, I need to talk to you. Well, Kim, I need to talk to you because I need to work on a book, baby girl. I need to work on a book. I got from here there's, to there. There's Let's a difference. Get Let's get it. Listen, here's a difference when when you write a book, right? Uh, my my role is a storyteller, right? So, like, I can go back to the, the stuff that I did at the source. But if I'm writing a story about you for a magazine, that's my story, right? I'm writing those words for myself and for the publication that I'm working on. That's when that's what I did at the source, right? It's a little different when you work with an artist to tell their story the way that they want to tell it. That's different than just like I'm writing about this person. Those are those are protected conversations that I have with people about their own story. You know what I mean? So like the, because that's my business, I got to be careful in speaking about that. She mentioned she put out there that we're working on the book. And so, like, beyond that, that's all I would say. Shout out to Foxy Brown. Shout out to Foxy Brown. Brooklyn, y'all already know the vibes. I'm waiting for Kim <laughs> to drop her book. Brooklyn, y'all already know the vibes. Already Brooklyn or motherfucking day. So, Kim, all motherfucking but day. But I will say it's going to be good. I will say that. I, I already know because we all have personal relationships with Foxy. So, we know the book has mm -hmm. to be good. But so yes. my, my question to you, and not outside of Foxy, because you mm -hmm. worked with you know, so many you working on different books or something. Mm -hmm. You don't have to ask question. But being that you have such rich history in hip-hop, are there certain stories that you hear or certain perceptions that people hear and you'd be like, it didn't happen like that? Or, nah, I remember that shit a little differently. Is it? <laughs> what's the, what's the, uh, there's three sides to every story. My side, your side, and the truth, right? Like, I don't... Every, right. Everyone has their own version of every story. Because we're all different. So as you go through life, those stories, you know, you see them differently. You perceive it differently. So I have definitely heard different perspectives on the same story and been like, but now I kind of look at it differently. Back then I might have been like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's crazy. But now I'm kind of like, well, shit, that's how they saw it. Like, everyone can distort reality. And especially, I think, especially in working in reality TV, that that has become more apparent to me that the story, because you can watch a show, see the edit and be like, wow, that I remember a little differently. And then the audience will take from it and sort of like spin it its own way. So, you know, it's all in, it's all in perception. Of these, of these stories. And I have heard a that couple. Is I, true. Yeah. That is true. That is true. You got to pay attention to clothing, people. Pay attention to clothing. <laughs> because if you do, then you will know that this is not the same conversation. They're chopping shit up, and then they're putting shit together. But it's going over your head because it's going so quick. But I pay attention to clothing. Because they did it to me. They did it to me. <laughs> and sometimes also they'll take your back audio. So you're always being recorded. So sometimes they'll show Bab's face and my voice 
from some shit that I said about somebody else and make it look like I'm saying it to Babs. Like, they know how to finesse. But that's why some, we some need representation. <laughs> See, like, as an executive producer, I wouldn't allow that to happen, right? So, like, I've been in rooms where, you know, they've just, you know, said, hey, let's Frankenbite this. So let's put something together. That's like when you take two, you know, two different phrases. And if the meaning changes, I would fight as a producer to make sure that they don't change the meaning of what you're trying to say or who you were talking about. Those are real conversations that happen. Those are real conversations. Those are real arguments that happen in story rooms with producers, for sure. I don't know. I, I, I have one more question. Uh, shout out to Miss Jones in the comments. She says you're looking good. Shout hey, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. Like, oh, she's hey, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. Smoking weed on camera. Okay, Jonesy, we heard you. So, uh, my, <laughs> who's smoking weed? No, no we stopped. We stopped. So, oh. our, so the next thing was um, because we used to blow it down like this. <laughs> now niggas be like this on the stop. I, I got a CBD company that's dropping next month. So, all we right. got gummies. We got all kind of drops. We got all kind of. So, Kim. This is the perfect my, time to do your commercial. Do it again. Okay, well, how you doing? It's your girl, Lady Luck, and you already know we got Lucky Crowns out. I don't have any crowns next to me, but you know, oh, that's not done yet. But we got Lucky Crowns. I got a bunch of those. We got Lucky Crunch, seven organic flavors uh, for everything to boost your immunity, to lower your blood pressure, and help you with diabetes. And we are dropping Lucky CBD, which is also a wellness company, because I got tired of smoking weed and getting paranoid and getting the munchies and down. So now I blow pounds of CBD that gives me the same effect without me being paranoid. Now, Kim, yeah, well, ounces. So, Kim, now my next question to you, right? Now that we're on this uh, luck and healthy mm -hmm. thing. So they sent me the, the clip, right? They sent me a clip, and it was it was like Friday we have Kim Osorio, and then Monday we got Benzino. And I was like, oh my god, I forgot. But I, then I, then I remember that I saw you in the comments on Benzino's mm -hmm. page. He was talking mm -hmm. about Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson. Hold on. Now, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I remember that. I, I, I thought that he was lying until I saw Kim Mario in the comments like that. Actually, so so I was like, okay, now I got to believe this nigga. Because anybody, I say Michael Jackson called me. I'm like, this nigga lying. But Kim no, that was real. So my, I, guess, I, I guess my question is, outside of that, we'll ask him about the Michael Jackson thing. But you and Benzino, mm -hmm. like, how did you guys patch that up? Or how did you guys get, you know, on the now where it's like you know, you know support. I, and I don't know if it would say like patch things up right like I had issues when I was let go and I sued the magazine and it was all over and it happened and then you know there was a judgment a settlement I moved on with my life to do what I did they moved on with what they were doing over there at the source and years went by and I think as, you know, I told my story, I, I wrote a book and as the years went by, like, I don't know, I did, didn't, I didn't hold that. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have like, it was a very tense situation, but I, I won't deny that when we were at the magazine, right? Like he was like a brother to me. Remember, I didn't have any brothers, you know, like I grew up, I didn't have any brothers. But when I got to the magazine, that was a very personal situation that everything that was happening right so like I felt offended in what I was going through um and I decided to sue because I had gone to to law school like I knew all the things you weren't supposed to do and I did what I did and listen I, you can ask him about this I, don't, I, I know he respected the fact maybe but 
the fact that I was always somebody that would stand up for what I believed in and I wasn't afraid of anything. And so as the years went by, I forgot how we had a conversation. I forgot. But like, it was funny because we kind of jumped on the phone and kind of laughed like, you know, and, and not to say that it, I don't want it to be like, oh, you, you know, how do you laugh about something? We went through it. It's in the past. It's so it. old. Right. I'm through, you know, like I'm over it. And then we get on the phone and I can, and, and the thing about it that I can't deny, and I, and I never denied this. I've never, I've never denied this. He is the person that gave me that job. You know what I'm saying? So it, with all my experiences, I know how much that that job has been important in my career path and everything that I've been able to do. That was for me, you know, and he was instrumental in that. So once we got on the phone, it was kind of like, that's done. And and you know what? He didn't hold that grudge either. He was like, you know what, Kim, you know, that's, that's, that's done. Like it was in the past. And then we kind of moved on from there. And I think with him not being in a position of power, not being my boss, I had a different type of rapport. I think I was so much younger back then. I didn't know how to respond to certain things. You know, I was like, this is my job. Like, I'm going to lose my job. You know, I had a, a now it's like he could say something and I'll just respond the way I will respond. We have a different sort of relationship. So, like, there's a lot of, I think, mutual respect there now. Even Yo, after we've gone, you know, through I remember when you won through. the lawsuit. I felt like I, I, felt I felt like, like what? I won the lawsuit when you won. I was so happy. <laughs> I felt like I won when you won the lawsuit. I was like, yes. And then I saw my Listen, baby crying. Like, <laughs> Benzino will say. <laughs> he said at one point I heard him say in the interview, like, I don't care. She, I have to pay her. <laughs> 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 Speaking Listen, of having Wait, to let me say her. this real quick, Lisa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Let, let, let me let me say this. I truly understand what you meant by, you know, at the time it was your job and mm -hmm. you didn't know how to react. Mm -hmm. As we, you know, as we get older, as we grow in this industry, we do get more comfortable. As we boss up, mm -hmm. as we make shit happen, we do get more comfortable. So the way that I felt when I was around Puff all these years ago, I don't feel that way right. now. Like, when he would walk in the room, I would get nervous. Right. Like, oh, shit. Like, because I knew he had the power, you know what I'm yep. saying, to make shit happen or make shit not happen. Make but a break, he, yep. Yes. But when he walk in the room now, I'm like, yo, what's good? G, what's popping? What we doing? What <laughs> right. the fuck we doing? See? Right. <laughs> it's different. It's now you different. feel more comfortable, and now now you know who you are. Now he like Babs, you good? I'm like hell no, yeah. nigga. I ain't good. What's going on? I need a hundred racks, nigga, right now. What's good? What you putting on to this event? I'm doing, nigga. What's good? Pull up, pull the fuck up. <laughs> it's a different sort of yeah. Yes. Well, you can always. Well, not maybe not always because OnlyFans is in talks of diversifying, diversifying their sponsorship and advertisement dollars by eliminating pornography. So initially, when OnlyFans started, it was for creators; it wasn't for sexual uh, explo exploitation. So now they they want to have you know different sponsors. They want Downey. They want you know they don't want certain things. You said and Downey. You have, a, you have a hindrance when you have titties always being thrown around. But some people are scrutinizing OnlyFans because they're saying the adult pornography is what got y'all popping. 
And now that y'all have so many eyes on y'all, y'all want to turn y'all backs on on the bitches' racks. So how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all feel like y'all they, they selling out? Wait, I'm looking for my sound effect. <laughs> I can't find my sound effect. <laughs> I just, hey, that's none of my business? Is that the one? No, 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 no. It wasn't that one. Um, Damn it. But um, I, I just, well, okay, this one could go for it. Haters. But what I would say is that everybody's on only because of the girls who are on there and the guys who are on there. So you got your bag already. Trying to switch it up and change who you want to be is some bullshit. I feel like you need to go and start a whole new platform if you want, you know, uh, sponsors from them. Because a lot of people's over there getting their bags. You know what I'm saying? Because remember when Safari dropped his? I saw the tape. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this goes back to nothing lasts forever. Sing so when it. you in... Take advantage, get all you could get, because that shit ain't going to last forever. At the end of the day, if Downey come to me and be like, yo, we want to give you a check, look, I might be like, yo, look, bitches, you can't curse no more, bitch. You can't, you can't curse no more. Got that Downey money. You really would do that, though. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Let, let this go into a quick game. Okay, and this game is called Whose Song Is It Anyway? Tell you like, what up? I'm going to throw out the name of an artist, whoever's the first to say whatever song, because normally I do it one person at a time, but, but because it's three of us, I'm going to say the name of an artist, whoever says it first, whoever gets three points first, wins. And it's going to be artists of different calibers. We're going to have new artists. We're going to have old artists. We're going to have, so let's get it. Ready, set, go. Queen Latifah. You gotta sing the first song. You gotta sing the first song that comes to your mind when I sing oh, the artist. Okay, you sing Whose it? song is it anyway? Ready? Now mm. we're not doing Queen Latifah. Three, two, Nas. If I rule the world, imagine that. <laughs> sing a little more. I don't even know how to play Watch the game. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what are you gonna do? This how you play, Kim. As soon as I say the artist. You sing the first song. Whoever goes, that's how we're going to do it, okay? Ready? Let's get it. Meek Mill. See, I'll be riding through my old hood. Well, that was my old attitude. Well, that was a new shit. They're going to ride me. Luck's going to win. Okay. Luck's going to win. Luck's going to win. Luck, take a break. Let's see what Kim knows, because she worked in hip-hop, and we got Babs also. We know you know. Let's see what they know. Let's get it. Uh, Erica Badu. On and on. Tyrone. I think you better call Tyrone. So we go. Bunny has one. Babs, um, Babs has one. Luck has two. Our next one. The baby. Trouble too far. I move all the. Ah! Oh! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's do the 80s. Let's do the 80s. 
three more. Let's do three more. Let's do it. Nori. Get Nori. They put on their robes and, and everything, and it's a celebration. So, congratulations to her. She told you. you know, I don't even think. I don't even think that she was born when I worked at the stores. I think. She, oh, she must have been like a little baby. Isn't that crazy? She, was, she, she was little purr. She was baby purr. She was baby purr. She said purr. she's purr. only into doing things that's gonna make her elevate. So there you go. Shout out like to her that. for getting that, like that high song. school diploma. Never, never too late, baby. Mm -hmm. I got my education. I got my education. I got my GED. Shout out to the people that got their JED. It's all right, baby. I got my it's, GED too, right. boo. Damn. All right. It's never too late, Oh, I got degrees on the wall. Don't worry about that. There you go. You got them plaques, baby. Ah, all right, don't get them. That's how you, you know what you're right now. Hold on, hold on. She wants don't to get excited. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to fix up the basement. Hold on, hold on. Ready? Hold on. The basement look crazy. Don't look at my basement. Some on her head. Mm -hmm. oh. 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 I got mine in here somewhere. I'm Hold on. That's me, the big one. That's the big one. That's the big one. Do y'all see it, though? Stop see this? It. When you order from my website, you're going to get one of these, baby. <laughs> and it's going to have stuff in it. It's going to have glasses. Fuck you're yeah. not going to say nothing <laughs> about my degree. Damn it, I um, just made sure. I said you're not going to say nothing about my law degree. We, oh. we proud of you. When we need a lawyer, now we know who to go to, baby. When you need a representation, you don't need to go get the um the, the lawyer that they appoint for you. The, now you could get Kim Osario, okay? And all y'all that's been signing bad deals, y'all don't got time to read your contract because y'all can't read without using your finger. Hit Kim Osario, baby. She can yes. help you. Tell your story. And she I'm coming on my IG right. live like this from now on. That's Kim, right. <laughs> what field is it in that you have this law degree? What are you specializing? Law, luck, law. <laughs> Read the letters. Wait, 
I want you to read it under my name. Can y'all see that? Or it's it's backwards. You have to put it in the mirror. Oh, see, it says oh, yeah, it's a camera. Juris doctorate. That's that's a law. I went to law school after college. That's right. So, so now, but I also. Oh, I got something good. I always show this. I always show this. Hold on, I'm just pull it out. Show. Pull it out. And while she's pulling that did out, did y'all hear? Did y'all hear about the lawsuit where Jay Z is suing a photographer? Yes. Yes. Look at the, this is a Jonathan Mannion exclusive. Look That's, at that. Wow. You can tell that one too. They might come after you now. They coming for yours too. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Z coming for me. He like he coming me that for you photo. too. So you okay? And that goes kind of with our topic. Our topic is: Does sex get better or worse with time? Like in the beginning, it started off as good. So you would stay good. Uh, it's a if it's trash in the beginning, is it going to stay trash? Can you Enough. learn each other's bodies and make it better? Yo, yo, Damn. right? You have somebody, y'all just learning each other's bodies, so it'd be good. Now, if it's good from the first time, then y'all in a relationship because that's normally how good sex is. But what happens is y'all learn each other's body and then y'all go up, y'all learn how to do everything that you're doing, and then it falls. Everybody, what's your freak numbers? Go ahead, Kim. Sex is very mental, right? It's very mental. So, like, I mean, yeah, you need to know what you're doing. That's so why I, I like it's, it's all in your mind, right? <laughs> it's all in your mind. So I feel like it can get better if that's what you want. But if you don't really want that and you're thinking about something else, then it's going to get boring after a while. It's going to, you know, it's all about how what you want. You need how to soon should you express your sexual desires? With in a relationship? Just, I mean, you meet some, I mean, let's say you have sex with somebody and it's not that good, but it's the beginning of y'all talking or relationship or whatever. Do you tell them then that it was trash? Like, nah, you ain't really hit the spot, daddy. Like, I, I could read a person before I had sex with them to know. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, if I got to tell you all of that, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm old. No, I was with somebody and I did <laughs> when we was having an argument and then we we, we barely had and after that but it was a bad argument and i was feeling frustrated anyway so normally i i like to you know somebody who speaks to my inner you know person you said what song no wait what did you say was <laughs> with us because i was about to say sex with me so amazing and I don't want to sing nothing else for they shut us down. what's your freak number how freaky are you on a scale of one to ten not everybody at once. There's church folks in here. I told you when you start talking about these type of things, I'm not. They know answer. what they're getting with you. Look, you smoked CBD on the screen. Let's talk about it. What's your freak number? I'm down for eight. Because you like to eat? Is it I'm a nine? Because you bring it fine? Is it a six? Because you like them chicks? Tell us, what's your freak number? Miss Lisa, how come you don't have to answer any other questions? Because <laughs> I have to narrate. <laughs> Yeah, you right. What's your freak number? What's your freak number? Eleven. There you go. Mm -hmm. Eleven. Because I'm gonna take you to heaven. <laughs> okay. No, I'm I used to try new things. Okay. I know, I know these girls on here. Everybody's answers ten or eleven or twelve. I know everybody. Right. I know everybody on here. But I'm. I'm also. I used to be nervous of telling somebody, like, if it was something was trash or if I didn't like it, I used to be, like, a people pleaser where I would kind of, like, 
fake it. And then I realized that ain't it. So, baby, <laughs> this new Miss Lissa going to hurt your feelings if you're not and if you're not doing it right. I'm You're going to know. Your ass going to know. Okay, right? You guys can't be heard about me, right? You know that I like women, right? So, normally... You're, <laughs> you're like, Kim, have you been following? <laughs> <laughs> did, did they you know that I, I came out a while ago. Okay, okay, good. Because I, I know I know people have been saying that. But um, <laughs> in my field, I, you know, I normally have to teach. If she's new at this, you know, I have to teach. As long as she's a, a good student, you know. Uh, oh. Yeah, normally if she's like, and she's a, a willing participant, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she's a really good student, then she can learn really quick, you know, because I'm normally teaching somebody who's never been to this class before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so do you like straight girls more than, uh, like, lesbian girls? You like, know, is that like... And, and I have this debate with all of my uh, AG delegates. Um, me, I, I don't care what you are your orientation i if i say i like you because i'm pretty you know what i'm saying so I, how you're not gonna like me i'm pretty but um so i i, I normally know they normally be straight women just because i'm normally on ig late at night or <laughs> you know somebody's sister or something but like you know they, they definitely want to try this uh subject with myself you know it's very rare that i meet uh, a gay woman because bitches be like they gay and then they have a baby in two years like you know what i'm saying like i was with a bitch for eight years and now she got a new kid no and i don't be thinking nobody gay Look, you, you know? be having a lot of high profile relationships right i had one high profile domestic violence filled relationship yes I did. oh but yeah. i thought you had a few what'd you say alex a few high profile no, it was it was just one because normally the young ladies that I'm with, you know, they they they're not into the spotlight. But I definitely had one. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. So, okay, she got. Before you we want get to into that, up, she, the domestic violence thing. So uh, on Black Ink, I know that you, you used to produce Black Ink. There's a storyline now that Donna is allegedly beating on Alex, and Alex looked like he did need help. And when Donna pulled up, and Donna is a friend to the show, and I've known you for a long time, but bitch. When Donna pulled up, it definitely looked like a nigga that was beating up on her. Like, if it was in reverse, we would have been like, save Donna. Like, Alex was shook daddy. And he even said, everybody knows you're beating my ass, right? But then mm. he retracted his statement, and now he's apologizing, saying that it was all just for a storyline. But can you blink twice if he really getting beat? Um, I'd worked on Chicago. Okay. Look at my eyes. <laughs> I worked on Chicago, so I didn't work with the New York cast. I Can you bring Ryan over here, baby? Y'all love Ryan, right? Baby. Ryan's a sweetheart. Ryan, Ryan, my freak number is forty-five for you, baby. We going to the to the moon, baby. Donna is a. Donna is thicker than a motherfucker. You hear me? Donna thicker than a snicker. God damn it. I listen, listen, and plus, Alex let them niggas be his ass. All right, be his ass. Donna had to jump in. She did jump Once in. Once you gotta jump in because now it's some chicks. Regardless, they jumping in. It don't even matter if they if they man is winning or losing. Bitch, like what? We 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 ride it. But he was getting that ass beat. He let C's C's oh, cousin the or nigga. They jumped that nigga. Yo, son. Oh, I saw that episode. For them. Boom. Like, That's and then fact. Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna had, had to hold that. Yo. 
Donna had to come hold it down, baby. Come on, after that, like he should have left her. He should have known. <laughs> it was oh, he should have been like, listen, boo, thank you for holding me down, but I can't do this no more. Because I'm telling you, anything he say, like what, nigga, what? Yeah. It gets real. Shout out to Donna. Donna, think of this nigga. Hey, hey, I say, hey, I say that. I say to a lot of my friends, even in the industry, if you've produced on a black ink, you can produce any show. Seriously. Like those shows are serious. Like after Chicago, I was like, I don't want no one telling me I don't have enough experience to do any other show. Cause that's like, you don't know if you go home that night. <laughs> what was your first show that you worked on Kim outside of you on TV? What was your first show as a producer? Okay. So it's weird because I come from live to TV. So I did a lot of MTV shows. I did a lot of scripted, like, you know, but you mean reality, right? Well, no, just, just big dog pulling your dick out. What's the first show that you worked on as, you know, Kim Osario, like not as the talent? That's hard because I was doing the Love and Hip Hop reunions first. Okay. I was doing the Love and Hip Hop reunions. But I will say as a, a in the field, right? So, you know how they say you go in the field, a field team, right? I did Hustle and Soul, which was a Wee TV show. A show with the chef. <laughs> he was out here slinging that thing. He was out here throwing the sauce Yo, around in that. That was a tough bitches? show. Yo, to they first of all, they tape. used to get it shaking. You hear me? Shaking. I used to talk to Cola. Cola was on that show. I did the what? development tape for that show. Like, before it actually was sold, no. we did the development tape for that show. Forget and everything that... I said. I retract that statement. I am Alex. I didn't say that. That was just for a storyline. It's not true. That wasn't Love that, didn't that, talk to nobody. That girl wasn't on the show when I I did the tape with the original cast. What girl? There's one. no girl. The, that <laughs> the, whoever. Nobody. Nothing done. <coughs> that show was crazy. That show was crazy. Plates, they were fighting over Windex. It was yes. crazy. I love that first show. Bring back that show. When we, when you we said, did, I love that show. Nobody could all, work. Nobody wanted to work on it. After season one, every producer was like, I'm not doing that show anymore. It's Yo, when we produce. did when we did making the band, there was no security. There was none of that shit. Okay? And the fucking camera crew niggas would jump in to break up fucking fights. <laughs> like, and when I think back at that shit, I'm like, yo, somebody could have straight up got bodies in there, yo. You hear me? Body. Because what? We, it was a free Knock on for. wood. Knock on wood. I have said a, a lot. Like, I think the, the shows have been toned down now because networks are getting um, wind of it. But I have said that we've been lucky that nothing has really, like, you know, and there have been some stories of some shows and some development tapes that never made air. Like some shows that were ordered by networks mm. and, and crews have con gone down to shoot and then something really bad happens and they mm. decide not to go through with the show because it's like, if this is how we're starting, we can't even put this show on TV. Like there have been those stories. Wow. There's some shows that never made air that were filmed um and were ordered you know how the network has to make an order for a show so when you when you sell a show you package the show you go in you shoot something you do a little sizzle reel and you take that out to production companies and networks and then a network will pay for a certain amount of episodes okay i'll take i love that i'll take eight episodes let's say you know it's just like they're taking an order 
And there have been some shows ordered that have never made air because things have happened behind the scenes. So we've been lucky. That's crazy. So, so, uh, so doing TV and you're doing a good job and you, you've done reality and scripted, are you interested in the movie field as well? Is that your next big thing that you will knock out of the park and make us all proud of you? So a lot of scripted shows look down on reality television and reality TV producing. I come from a writing background. So like I want to write scripted was something that I've, before I got into reality, I was pitching a lot of scripted shows and working with people on scripts. Right. I've always done that. And I really, that is the lane that I want to be in, but a lot of scripted, um, you know, companies and shows, they don't understand to me, reality producing is a lot harder. It's a lot harder because you, you come up with a plan and a storyboard and then you go in the field and the cast just totally goes left and you have to create on the spot. So you have to figure out a way to connect the story while you're in the field. So you're working, you know, a little bit of like your trust with the cast to get them to do what you need them to do, but also kind of spinning the story to make sure it's better than what you put up on that board and, and that story room. So it's, to well, me, it's, it's harder. Can I ask you this question? Can I ask you this question? All right. So what? Okay. So I was casted recently to be on a reality show. Right. But unfortunately, right before I was supposed to go on set, I caught COVID. I tested mm -hmm. positive for COVID. So they decided to go on with the show, you know, without me, whatever. I was devastated about the situation. But now when I'm looking at the show that's on right now, I'm just like, yo, they, they wilding. It's I feel messy. like they should have waited. They I feel like you. they should have waited for me. What would make, what would make, uh, what do you feel would make them make a decision to be like, all right, do you feel like it's, it's money? Like they, the money? It's open. Like there's a whole COVID compliance thing now in all productions, right? So it's different. Like they're spending, productions are spending a certain, production company is spending a certain amount of money on COVID compliance. <laughs> you got to have a COVID officer on set. These tests cost money. Everyone has to be tested, you know, like, so there's a, a new line in the budget for COVID only. So I'm sure everything was mapped out. And once that happened, they're not going to wait unless they felt like the value was like we have if it was like about you they mm. would have had to wait but if it's about other people like everybody's always you know trying yes there's other girls on the show it's the yes it is um people in the comments it is bt um encore the encore. show that's on i was gonna ask right you but i didn't know if you wanted to yes it. yes it is it is that show mm -hmm. so i was casted for the show like there bags packed ready to go did all everything i had to do and bam i mm -hmm. caught covid they hit my lawyer and was like unfortunately we gotta you know move on Shut i felt forward. like i felt like they could have waited not they waiting not me held too. The show up. they need not, you not, i didn't feel like they they should have held production but i feel like i could have still came in the house 14 but days Later. You know what it is? It's, it's because it's the cost, right? It's all of the moving pieces. They got a house that they put to the side. They've had to book the crew. They've had to reserve people's time producers. So like in order to move that, that ends up costing them more money. <coughs> so that's probably then, what How it long is. were they filming that show? It didn't look like they was filming that long. I know a lot of people that Because it looked like they show. put in a show together within three weeks. Listen, let me, let me tell you. Weeks. But let me, let me tell you something though. Like 
of course, I didn't know who was, you know, who was going to, who else was going to be on the show. You know, mm -hmm. nobody knew who else was going to be on the show, but I did know that I was supposed to be the only rapper mm. on the show, you know? And when I'm watching it, I feel like, yo, this dynamic would have been so great for me because I would have been in Sarah position. If you watch the band, you know, Sarah was the only singer. And so for me, I'm like, yo, I would have been in her position where I'm the only rapper. These bitches would have been like, why the fuck is this bitch here? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And then, yeah, it would have been a situation. It could have been bad. It could have been good. But overall, I think it would have been good. And I would have loved to have been in a situation in a house full of bitches that's like, why the fuck is this bitch here? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I wouldn't be surprised if they use Keely because Keely feels like she was just thrown in in the last minute and she doesn't even want to be a part of the group. And if you go back to 3LW when she was thick and tired of the fucking promises, promises, she was rapping. So she might be the rapper that's supposed to be standing in until you ready to knock her head off. Because, baby, she thought she could rap. It wasn't Notori. It was her. Her and, and, and them teeth. Shout out to Carlos King. Shout out to Carlos King. Um, you know what I'm saying? For even, you know, hitting me up because it was nothing that I, you know, went to get. Like, they reached out to me like, hey, Bats, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Carlos King for making shit happen. And, you know, we never know what's going to happen in the future, right? right? Well, we still have, you're still one of the best storytellers <laughs> on the Bacon, Egg, and Cheese show. Are we going to get our bunny tail? Listen, because we're about to go soon, so let me give y'all my bunny tail real quick. Real okay. quick. All right. So today, today's story is about Brittany Crosby and Crystal Jackson, okay? twenty, Both of them 24 years old from Houston, Texas. Now, Brittany and Crystal was in a relationship. Yes, lesbians, okay? Now, Crystal had a five-year-old daughter. Now, Brittany and Crystal lived with Brittany's great-grandmother. She was 90 years old, okay? Now, she raised Brittany. She raised her. So they living with her. She's 90. They helping her out. They like, yo, we could live here. We ain't got to really pay no bills. We can help you out. Bam, bam, bam. But they want to get, they want to go out. They want to get on their own. They want their own crib. But the first thing they need is a car. Now, Brittany, her father, this nigga, he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga in and out of jail her whole life. So he comes home from jail and he goes and stay with his grandmother, which Brittany lives with, her great-grandmother. Okay? And so now he's looking at his daughter and he like, yo, why my grandmother looking out for you? He hating on his own fucking daughter. Hating on her. Bum-ass nigga, right? So now... <laughs> One day, Brittany and Crystal disappears. Nobody can't find them. Crystal's mother is calling, 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 calling. Can't reach. She goes to the house. Nobody's there but Crystal's daughter. Crystal's daughter there by herself. Where's your mom? I don't know. I don't know where mom is at. Okay? So now, they put out an investigation. About three days later, this guy, he's taking out the garbage. Hold on, y'all. I need some water. <laughs> Yo, Babs does this once a week and has us on the edge of our... It's our called bunny tails, <laughs> and we love it. Now, we need some water. Yes. So, three days later, this guy, he's taking out the garbage. He worked for this store. So, he goes back in. He's like, Yo, y'all threw mannequins out? It's some mannequins in the garbage can. They go out. 
it's not mannequins, it's two bodies. So they call the cops, cops come, the bodies are Brittany and Crystal. So now they go to the crib, they tell Brittany's father and great-grandmother what happened. Brittany's father like, oh my God, oh, oh my God, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, I can't believe my daughter. He and their wallet. So now, here we go. They do DNA tests and fingerprints on the shit that was in the garbage can, okay? Because Brittany had a sheet wrapped around her head when they found her, all right? When they pulled the sheet back, she was beat so bad, they beat her brains and beat her. Now, Crystal was shot in the head. Bam. They found her eyes wide open, shot in the head. So now, they do this motherfucking fingerprints and DNA test, and who fingerprints is it? It's the motherfucking father, okay? It, it's the father. So now, the father, he was hating. He was mad because they got a new car. They got a 2006 Kia. You hear me? They saved up. They taxed. They put their tax return money. And they got this car. And they said, yo, we out of here. He was hating. He was a bum. He ain't had no car. He ain't had no crib. He ain't had nothing. He seen two bad bitches getting it. And he fucking killed them. Hating. Mm. The father. The father. This is a true story. Please go look it up. Crystal and Brittany. Okay? Mm. Thank you, Ben. And that concludes our bunny tale. Uh, you can always uh, tell Babs how much you love the bunny tales right in the comments, or you can email us at the BEC show at gmail.com. We loved having you here, uh, Miss Kim Osario. Let the people know where they can find you, uh, more information, more TV shows, more pitches. Thank you for having me. You can find me at Kim Osario 100. At Kim Osorio One on Instagram, Twitter, um, email. <laughs> That's who Kim I Osorio am. One. And be a lookout. When you're watching your favorite uh, reality TV shows, wait till them credits. Check the hit. credits. When you see them credits, baby, them executive the credits. production credits, you want to see her name. Kim Osorio. I call her KO because she knocking it out, baby. Okay. Well, I, What's I up, love? I got Lucky Punch, I got Lucky Crowns, I got Lucky CBD, but I also have Lucky Sounds. And somehow, being nice to one of the people who was in the field with our TV show, she hooked me up with uh, um, Truly Original. So I have four shows with Truly Original where I'm doing music supervision. So I nice. do on Atlanta Housewives. I do the music. I, I got uh, three seasons with them. I do the music for Shaws of Sunset and uh, Family Car. I did not know that. Yeah, and I thank you. And I got a new show that's on TikTok. And I'm just throwing it out there in case you need uh, the only black LGBT library in the game. <laughs> I did not know that. that LG, LG unit. Yo, yo, Kim, mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing. I was learning everything as we go. I will DM you or uh, we'll text. Because I would love some help if you could. My first interviewer and your first interview. Kim been a big sister to me. I remember I used to go ranting up at the Source magazine. I used to stand at the table and just yell, and Kim would be like, what the fuck, Luck? <laughs> you know I remember. I remember. I remember all, I remember that interview at, I think it was at HMV, right? Yeah. yeah, we was out there in Times Square, remember. HMV? That's definitely. I have all the too. I remember, that you know how editors note in the beginning of the magazine before, um, before the, the whole magazine, you know, the editor will write up. Yep. Kim dedicated one to me one time. You know what I'm saying? So, That's yeah, so I, sweet. 
Got it. This one's this I'm one's nice. Well, we already know we got the legend, Kim Osario. Bunny, talk to us about uh, Queen of the Ring before we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all already know what it is. Bad Bunny, the girl, first lady of the streets, QOT, y'all. Give it up for the ladies. It's going down, it's going down this Saturday live in L.A. Live and for free or caffeine. Y'all better get the motherfucking app. Get the caffeine app. It's a lit situation. Air to the throne. Listen, this card is fucking insane. We got 40 bars versus KCJ. We got E Heart versus First Lady Flames. We got Shuni the Rapper versus Vixen the Assassin. We got Official versus Young Goddess. We got Miss Hustle versus Coffee Brown. It's going down in LA, baby. This Saturday, it's a lit situation. Give it up for the fucking ladies. That's right. Give it up, baby. I'm give me, coming, give I'm coming. Too. Give, give me some money. Go to my website, into Miss Listen Go to MissListenNotes.com. I have sunglasses, hats, tote bags, and so much more. And if you enter the code BEC, you'll save some bacon, egg, and cheese, baby. 20% off. You're welcome. We love having you here, uh, Kim Osario. You are welcome to come back whenever. Yeah. I want to play the rap game again. I appreciated it when y'all said Big Daddy Kane. I was ready for that one. <laughs> we love that game. <laughs> you did a great job. So until next time, okay, welcome to- Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Friday's episode was a little bit longer as oh. usual. Monday, we got Benzino coming through. That's KO's. A uh, former uh, That's right. <laughs> business associate, and he's going to be talking his side of the story. It's two sides to every story. So now we're going to get his side. And the truth. Yo, it's Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Tell him I said hi, my people. <laughs> so, everybody do a smile for the picture. <laughs> I'll be looking crazy. Make sure y'all get that caffeine app. Get that, get that app, caffeine app. It's going down this <laughs> Saturday. MissListenNotes.com. I like this show. Thank you. Hey. Energy. Good energy. I feel like I'm awake now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> What do I do? Log off? Do I log off? No, How does this end? Yes, Kim.